It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel of the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host and it's always a wonderful thing for me to be able to spend an hour with you on a Sunday morning, just hoping that, uh, well, you're on your way to church or you're getting ready to go to church, and it's just an opportunity just to focus on the things of God as we prepare our hearts as we go and worship the Lord. And of course, uh, I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry here in Tallahassee, and a hearty invitation to you. If you don't have a record church you attend, come and worship with us, frcm.us. This is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom. And that's been my theme from the very, very beginning. This is show number 1085 today. Been doing this right at 20 years now. A lot of folks on the show. We've interviewed a lot of people, a lot of different perspectives of Christian ministry. Then sometimes I don't have anybody in the studio with me. It's just me and you and, uh, as I say, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we keep our theme. We talk about the church and what God is doing in his glorious kingdom and how it affects you and I. Because what affects our country, what affects uh, even in politics, even though I have the four rules, we don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we always speak well of one another. But I've had those rules from the very, very beginning. But even though with the rules, things that happens all around us affects you and me and the church. And uh, I'm always very protective when I see what I consider as being encroachment from the powers that be that want to do things that affect the church. And one of the things that happened in not too many uh, months ago was when this whole COVID thing first began to surface. And I saw it coming. And most people, I've talked to people, said, well, I didn't even know anything about it. Where did it come from? But I was listening on the news. And of course, they're talking about Japan. They talk about in Japan that Japan has shut down uh, uh, people being able to attend sporting events. And I said, oh my goodness, it's coming. And so when it finally showed up right after Christmas in 2019, I found that to be interesting. And it just showed up just right after Christmas. Didn't, didn't have it during Christmas. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden, things just began to shut down all around. And, of course, they were putting out uh, the word that churches was going to shut down. And I said to myself then, I said, no, I'm not going to shut church down. And I did not. Uh, we did not miss even one service during that time. I said, no, my people are intelligent. They're smart. They can make their own decisions. I will be here as pastor. We will have services if it's just me. And people came. Some did choose to stay home. But... Uh, what I saw was the, the hand of authority coming in and saying to the church, 
No, you cannot have your service. And I'm saying, that's trouble. That's trouble. And I had said to myself, I may end up going to jail over this thing. But uh, fortunately, hallelujah, <laughs> I live in the state of Florida. Thank the Lord. We have, a, a, I believe, a wonderful governor. And I thought he was very, very smart, very, very wise. The way that he handled things, he did a good job. And I believe, and then she said, well, Pastor King, you're doing politics now. I said, no, I view everything from the perspective of the church. And I believe that he deserves to be reelected because he did a good job and he could continue to do a good job. And one thing I've just noticed, and this is a little side notice, a little footnote here. <laughs> he does not stand back and let things just happen. He will call it out. And I appreciate that because, of course, I, again, when he's calling things out, I usually agree with him. So that kind of makes it a little better for my particular perspective. But nevertheless, I look at what it does as far as affecting the church and how we conduct our business and what our business is all about. And of course, we're all about advancing the kingdom of God. And I've said this many, many times, that, that my passion is expanding the borders of God's kingdom. So whatever it is that touches God's kingdom, that I am very much focused on that. And, of course, uh, politics many times affects the church and the things that affect the church affects me. So that's just my perspective of things. Welcome today. Uh, this is Sunday. And as I said, many of you are on your way to church. And I just uh, pray that every church will have a great service today, that the word of God will come forth and that it will touch hearts and lives and people will be stirred. My prayer is there'd be people who would go to the house of God today and you've been outside of faith and, and God would just grab a hold of your heart and you come to faith today. That may be you I'm talking about. Maybe you've been struggling in your spiritual life. And you're not sure about things. And perhaps today would be the day that you'd go to the house of God and you hear the word of God, you hear the songs of the, or the words of the songs that would just speak to your hearts. Or perhaps you'd be tuned into a radio show. And uh, we're talking about the things of God, the church, and uh, of course, um, salvation is so very, very important because without Christ in your life, then to me, you're, you're like a ship without a rudder. And you're, you're, you're going through life and you have no real focus, no direction. But when Christ Jesus comes into a person's heart, he changes everything. And life takes on a whole different meaning and uh, it's just a blessed thing. So I'm just saying, but if you're outside of faith, maybe today would be the day that you would consider your spiritual life, your own soul, your own eternal existence after death. Where, where do you believe that you'll be? Do you believe that you'll be in the arms of God? Or do you believe that you'll be in a place of darkness and torment? I wish that on no person. I wish for you Life and life more abundant and eternal life forevermore with the Lord Jesus Christ. So 
one of the things that we do here on the show when there's no guest in the studio or actually even when I do have guests in the studio, I usually play at least one gospel song. But when it's just us, I'm talking about you and me, then we uh, play a bit more. This is the Booth Brothers. I think this will work. It's called I'm Still Feeling Fine. Still feeling fine. I still want to go where the milk and honey flows, and I'm not going to change my mind. Well, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Uh, I tell you what, I think about uh, some of the songs that, that I hear that we play a lot of times on the show and how, how they just, you wake up in the morning after you've heard the show or just, just heard that song and you go, wow, that song is just playing in my mind. I must have been thinking about it while I was sleeping. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, it's just, it's just amazing to me how that they just speak to you like that. And so the speak, uh, brothers are saying, I'm still feeling fine because I know that I know that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior and I've invited him into my heart and I am saved. And I thank God for that. And so, as a saved individual, a person who has experienced that born-again experience, everything about my life has that perspective. I, I weigh everything from that perspective. My, my process of thinking has to do with the fact of the matter that I am a child of Christ Jesus and that he is my Lord and Savior. So, Something that happened here just recently, um, my son calls me, and uh, actually, that's not what happened. What happened was it came over to the house on a Saturday afternoon and uh, come to pick up his daughters. We'd had them over for the night, had all the grandkids. My wife loves to do that. It's a back-to-school party. So she had all the grandkids there. And um, so my son comes to pick up your daughters, and we're just sitting around the table, just conversation. And he begins to tell us that, uh, well, there was a teacher here in uh, Leon County, and a female teacher, one of the elementary schools, and she wanted to have people come in and just lay hands on different parts of the building and things and just pray, just pray over the property and pray over the children and the staff before school started. And so, and I, I may be not telling the story just exactly right. I don't mean to not give you right details, but this is just how it was given to me. Well, as that word got out, there was controversy concerning it. And some who do not believe in, in God and have no faith, they, they, they were all up in arms about it. And so the word came down that this could not happen. And so my son heard about it. And he contacted the, the teacher and uh, kind of got the details about it. And he concluded that, well, that may be. That may be, but that does not stop the body of Christ to go and pray over these schools. And uh, so he, he's sharing this with, with us. My daughter, my oldest daughter was there. My wife was there. And... Uh, so my daughter, that's Rachel, she said, well, 
are you going to, what are we going to do? He said, well, we're going to FCA. My, my son is uh, involved in, in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And we had Kaz McCarvey on the show last week from the FCA. And uh, he said, well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go pray over these schools. And so he said, he's, he's put the word out from FCA. And this is not to, to become political or anything else, just to go pray. And there's no uh, Supreme Court ruling yet that says that a private citizen can't go to the school and pray. <laughs> I said, yet. So he's sharing this. So Rachel says, well, I'll go and, and lead a group because that was a, that's what Joshua was saying. That's my son's name is Joshua. He said, I can't cover all the schools. He said, there's there's certain schools that works with FCA, and he has good rapport with them, and there's some schools that don't. He said, even just the schools that we have relationship with, I can't cover all those schools myself. And so Rachel said, oh, I'll, I'll do one or two. And I'm sitting there, and I said, well, Joshua, assign me a few. And so we just kind of debited it out, and I'm sure he had other people who did the same. And so I took uh, Kate Sullivan and uh, um, then, of course, Leon High School, and we went there to pray. And uh, actually me, because Rachel was at another school, and Joshua, he, he covered several of them over a two-day period. I had the one evening. And so uh, we just went to pray. Now, now, basically, he told me, he says, well, I don't know who's coming. I don't know. We're just going to put the word out. We don't know. We don't know. So I'm over at uh, Kate Sullivan School there in the front. And um, it's around, we said we got to do it at 6 o'clock. And, of course, it was drizzling rain. It wasn't raining hard. It had been raining uh, uh, that day. It had been raining. But it, at that point, it was just drizzling. And so I go out there and, and just sit down on the little stone bench there because he said, well, we'll meet at the flagpole. So I went out there and I bowed the flagpole and I'm, I just sat down on a little concrete bench there and just bowed my head and, and uh, um, a lady came by and she said, are you here with the FCA and, and the, the prayer time or the prayer walk? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, well, I'm, I'm here too. And so the two of us, we got together and uh, we, we prayed and uh, then we walked over to Cobb, which is right there, which is the middle school, which is right there next to Kate Sullivan. We walked over there and we just prayed and we just prayed over the building. We prayed over the students. We prayed. We prayed for the uh, faculty and staff. We prayed for their safety as they as they would walk to the schools because I, I, I passed by Kate Sullivan and Cobb a lot uh, going up and down Miccosukee there. And uh, I'm there oftentimes when their students are getting out of school. Of course, you've got the, the crossing guards and all that sort of thing. And, of course, there's activity going on. Then you, these children are walking home. So we prayed over that. We prayed for their safety. And uh, it was a very positive thing. Well, at 8 o'clock, I was assigned to go over to Leon, which I did. And this same lady, she she went over there too because she'd already been she'd been to Ra. Uh, she basically spent that day going to the ones that that she could go to. And then we got to Leon, and some more people joined us. We had some students there, and we did the same thing. We just walked around and uh, just praying for the Spirit of God, just to be in these schools. 
And I, I, I said to the group there at Leon, I said, look, we prayed this over at Kate Solomon and, and uh, Cobb. God, something unique this year. That there would be a spiritual presence over these schools that's never been. And that it'll be noticeable, even though it may not be something that's announced, that there will be a presence of the Holy Spirit that things will just happen and people just realize there's something unique about this year, something about this this school this year is just different. And we just prayed that prayer. Uh, while we were there at Leon, uh, the flagpole, which is right down the hill in the little valley down there, was the football field. And they got it all fixed up. I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> I mean, they got, it's, it got all the logos and all that sort of thing. And I said, well, let's pray over these athletes because we've got, in high school, they've got all kinds of sports and stuff going on here and a lot of activity. So I told the group, let's, let's pray. Let's pray over these athletes as they go to the different events and they're traveling to, to go to these events and things. So we prayed over that. And it was just a, a wonderful time. And then, because uh, I told them, I said, look, let's just take some time and just walk around. And they did. They, they, the people just walked around. They just laid hands on different things and just prayed over different things. And I said, we'll come back together and we'll all pray. And we did. And uh, those who were there, I believe, were really ministered to. It was a very positive thing. And I, and I thought to myself, why have we not been doing this all along? Why, <laughs> why did it take some controversy to get the body of Christ to the point to where we would just go and pray over these schools because the truth of the matter is, is that we can get all up in arms but we don't like things. Things happen. Well, you know, we, we're talking about uh, all of the things that have been happening at school board meetings because people have kind of had enough and they're going to their school board meetings and they're just voicing their voices. I'm not opposed to that at all. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not opposed to that. But why has it never occurred to us before? Why don't we just go over there and just pray over these schools? Because we're all concerned. And we've seen the horrible things that have taken place. And we just, we don't want no more of it. To go and just cover these facilities and these schools and these children and these uh, these staff with prayer. And you see, you don't have to wait to next year uh, for FCA to lead the charge. And I, I believe that Joshua will, will do it again. I think that God laid this on his heart, and uh, he's going to lead the charge. But you don't have to wait for that. You could go over there to any school. Don't don't go over there and make a scene. Matter of fact, don't even be seen. <laughs> In other words, I said, don't go there to be seen. Just go and just park your car across the street and just pray. Just put your hand out toward the school and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray over this school. 
Father, we pray for these children. We pray for these teachers. Why can't we do that as a body of Christ for these places that we care about? We're so concerned. I tell you what, my heart is just broke every time I hear about one of these horrible things that takes place in these schools when these children are, are brutally killed. It just breaks my heart. And I pray this prayer often, and I would encourage you to pray this prayer with me. That Father God, if there is somebody and they are planning something, somebody's got a plot and they've got something brewing down in the basement, they're getting arms together and they're making plans to go and, and do something destructive, Father God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you reveal it. Father, you make it known. And let the authorities hear about it and know about it so they can go and stop it. I believe that the power of God would do that. It just makes me think about Elisha. I always, always get it confused. Elijah or Elisha. And how that he would, would uh, the Spirit of God would take him into the kings of, of, of Syria in his bedchamber and he would hear the battle plans and then the, the, he would go and tell the king of Israel about the battle plans and they said well the, somebody asked him, how 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 are, are they knowing about these things in advance and somebody told us well it's that prophet it's that prophet over to Israel he's coming here in the spirit and he's he's hearing these things and I'm saying God that power exists to the church that in the spirit and the presence of God, God, you reveal these things that we would not have any more loss of life, that we don't have to grieve over any more children that is lost because of these terrible, terrible Well, God tragedies. got things back together, and the world started growing again. It's the Statler Brothers. Just have a little faith and you'll see. It's a lesson for the learning. Have a little faith and you will see. That's the Statler Brothers bringing that word to us here this morning. Have a little faith and you'll see. Tell you what, faith is a powerful thing. Sometimes, sometimes we struggle with that, don't we? Because while we're uh, seeking to live in the heavenly realm, our feet are firmly planted here on the ground. And uh, sometimes we have a hard time entering into that realm of faith and belief. But yet, the word of God is true. So it's a lesson for the learning. Have faith and you will see. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King, I am your host. I want to invite you to church this morning. I pastor the uh, Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're at 720 Capitol Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. If you're on Capitol Circle and you cross over Easterwood Drive, that's where you turn in to go into Tom Brown Park there. Just keep on coming just a little bit. Look for us on the right-hand side of the road. It'll be way before you get to Park Avenue. You'll see our sign out there on Sunday morning. And we love visitors. Love to see you. Love to meet you. 
Come worship with us. 1105. Check us out on the web. F-R-C-M dot U-S. I want to invite you to join me Monday through Friday here on 94.1 for the daily broadcast. And that is a teaching of the Word of God. And it's, uh, well, it's, it's God's Word. And I just allow God just speak through me, through the Scripture. And um, all he does, been doing that show. Actually, that's a, of, of all the three shows that I'm doing now, the Saturday Night Gospel Sing, the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show, and the Gospel on the Radio Broadcast. That's the oldest. <laughs> Started even way before the talk show. And uh, it goes all over the world. And I get, I get emails from, from all over the place. And people just tell me that they, they just love the Word of God. They just love to hear the Word of God. And I'm so blessed and privileged to be able to be a part of that. And of course, uh, if you're listening to that, you say, well, Pastor King, how do you, how do you finance all of this? Well, <laughs> have a little faith and you'll see. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lesson for the learning. Have a little faith and you will see. Well, I tell you what, by faith... We've been doing this over 20 years, but you may want to be a part, and uh, I would welcome that if you want to be a person that contributes toward the uh, ongoing ministry of the uh, radio broadcast. Contributions can be sent to 526 East 8th Avenue, Tallahassee, 32303, and uh, well, God bless you. Because we know that's how it works. You you bless the kingdom of God, and God just returns the blessing back to you. And this has always worked, and it does work. <laughs> I'm just a, you see, I find that a lot of times there there are people who want to invest in the kingdom, and they're just not sure because nobody nobody wants to contribute towards something that they don't have a faith that that it's right that they're doing right with the finances. Well. Check me out. <laughs> Check me out. You can, uh, uh, there's a ways to do that. Just Google me. <laughs> I get a kick out of that. Uh, just, just Google me. Then you'll find that, uh, uh, you know, I, basically to meet Pastor Jack King, you just, you're just going to meet a good old boy. That's just, that's just me. I'm an old country boy raised on a farm in Kentucky. And, uh, my heart, my heart is, to bless the kingdom of God. That's that's just what my heart is. And that's why I'm here on the radio. I'm very involved in uh, young people. And uh, even though I'm not a young one anymore, my heart very much is toward young people. We just finished up our uh, 10th Christian Youth Ministries International Youth Camp. And uh, in fact, I believe that this is the first show uh, that I've been by myself with not having a guest in the studio to even tell you about the camp. Some of you uh, make contributions, and I just want to tell you how, how, how much I appreciate that. Just thank you so much. Those of you who see the vision for young people, I want to tell you, this was a great camp. It really was. We had... It's a wonderful move of God in the chapel services. We baptized 14 young people this year at the camp. And uh, it was just great. It just really was. Had a really good turnout of young people. And uh, just so thankful. It was, it was a blessing. It really was. And so, again, thank you to those who contributed. 
If you say, well, Pastor King, I'm sorry I missed that opportunity. Well, then you can still do it because there's always ongoing expenses when you're trying to finish everything up. Same address, 526 East 8th Avenue. If you want to just uh, market youth, just put on the little timeline there to for young people, youth. And uh, either way, I mean, if you want to bless the broadcasting ministry or the youth ministry, either one, just put the little note on the little line there. Let me know, and uh, we'll put it wherever it needs to go. But thank God for those who uh, see eternal things and want to invest in the kingdom of God. It's a it's a wonderful thing. Well, do you keep up with the news? <laughs> it was, it's really interesting, is it? I mean, I listen to uh, talk radio a lot, and I've told you that before. This is no secret, and uh, that's where I get most of my news. I don't watch, quote, the news. Just don't. But my wife doesn't even do that. I mean, as far as she, she is so clueless most of the time about what's going on uh, in, in anything. She, she, she listens to uh, contemporary music. She's a contemporary music person. <laughs> and uh, she's got her contemporary music going in her car. And, and uh, when she's at home, she has her own brand of television she watches. I'm not going to tell on her. But uh, she's very involved in that. And so she don't even know what's going on. So sometimes she asks me, she says, what well, I heard this somewhere along the line, and I have to explain it to her so that she can be somewhat caught up. But basically, her focus in life is uh, God and family. She loves her family, and she loves her children, her grandchildren, and she loves me too. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. And uh, that's just her focus. She goes to work, and then she comes home, and she's always got those grandkids on her, on her mind. And there's a lot of people like her that they're just not tuned in. And and that's fine until you go to the ballot box. And uh, it, it just really disturbs me to think that there would be Christian people who would have Christian convictions, but they go to the, to the polling place and they cast ballots and they don't know what they're doing. And they don't understand that there's things happening around us that very much affect the church. You remember? I told you our theme, our focus is the church. And there are things that happen in government that very much affects what God is doing to the church. One of the things that's happened, I think since we've been, uh, I've been with you, just me and you, is, uh, this uh, Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade. My goodness, we have prayed about that. I'm talking about the church. We have prayed about that for years. And uh, just to think that this thing has finally been overturned, it's just hard to even believe. <laughs> it is. But I'm afraid, I'm not afraid. I'll take that word away. My concern is, is it, well, we got it done. Uh, Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Now we can just sit back and don't worry about it. That's dangerous because I assure you that the forces behind that thing, they're still there. And the enemy of God that would be so diabolical to want to kill all these babies he has not given up I'm telling you 
And so we have to continue to be vigilant and we have to continue to pray because there's still work to be done. These people, like Jamie Brown at the uh, and, and all of her crew over there at a woman's pregnancy center, I mean, they're, they're front line. They still need our support. They still need our help because they've got much work to do. And so I'm just saying, church, it's not time to sit back and just shake your hands and you know, say, oh, it's done. No, no, we still got a lot of work to do. And so just keep all of that in mind. And, of course, you talk about praying. We can't, we've got to keep praying for life and for the just the abundance of life, precious life. And just like we pray for the children in the school, we need to pray for the children in the womb because there is an enemy who's out to steal and to kill and to destroy. And he has not stopped. He's still on the march. And we have to be extremely vigilant, forever aware of the world in which we live. This is called uh, Treasures in Heaven. That's what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, wasn't it? <laughs> Laying up your treasures in heaven. When you uh, do that which supports and promotes the kingdom of God, and uh, you support your church, and you give your, your tithes and your offerings, that's laying those treasures up in heaven. Where moth and rust, the scripture says, does not corrupt. <laughs> and so the blessing always comes back. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you the truth. That's just what the Word of God says. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host. Welcome this morning. If you've just joined us, we are just having a good time here, just just kind of talking to the kingdom of God. Those of you who listen, I appreciate you so much. And I I want you to join me on Saturday nights as well for the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. That's a show that, uh, well, we just feature Southern Gospel music, and uh, we're just not afraid to crank it up. <laughs> we just crank it up and let it, let it roll, and it's good. It's good to me. I just love the music, and I love sharing it with you here on 94.1, 7 o'clock. The Saturday Night Gospel Sing. So we got the Saturday Night Gospel Sing on Saturday night. The Gospel on the Radio Talk Show, Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. And then Monday through Friday, the Gospel on the Radio Broadcast. That's a lot of radio, but I have a good time. And I, well, that's one of my passions. I love sharing the Gospel in any way that I can. And of course, I'm also a pastor and I, I preach on Sunday mornings. Love opening the Word of God and just letting it speak. And uh, those are all just good things. So my question to you is, how you doing? How are things going in your life, in your world? We got a little, what we call inflation going on. Now, we've talked about this at other times when it's just been uh, you and I here on the radio. And I told you that uh, I lived during the Carter administration, and it's interesting uh, my son, Joshua, you've heard me talk about him. He called me the other day and he said, Dad, 
Take me a, a little trip down memory lane. Talk to me about the Carter administration. <laughs> and she, she said, somebody listened to me and says, nobody has conversations like that with their son. They said, well, we do. See, now keep in mind now, Joshua was a history teacher for seven years at Rob Middle School. And uh, he's actually invited me to come over uh, and teach for him before. He actually he actually allowed me to come and spend a whole day just just teaching his students some, some history. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a kind of a history buff. And yes, I lived through the Carter administration. And yes, we had very high inflation. Now, now I'm about to blow your mind here with something. When Tammy and I bought our house, our first house here in Tallahassee, 12% interest on that house. And I was talking to a realtor friend of mine the other day, and he told me that he sold houses during that time for as high as 18% interest. Now, <laughs> I know you're going, some of you are going, oh, it's the big one, it's the big one. Are we going to get back to that again? I don't know. I have no idea of, of knowing. But I know that here recently, as, as little as two years ago, I've known of people who got an interest rate of 2%. And now, just talking to people, uh, some of them say, well, we're, we're up to about 4% now. And people are going crazy on 4%. And I'm going, <laughs> You don't know how blessed you are. I mean, I've had interest rates other than that house there. Then, of course, we eventually got that refinanced, and it went down a little bit. But even, uh, let's see, the place that we're living at now, at one time I had 7% interest. And I tell you what, that's, that's, that's a lot. And uh, we were able to get that refinanced and got it down to, I think, three and a half. And it's amazing how that changed. And all of a sudden, we kept making the same payment. But all of a sudden, I'm paying principal down. And it's amazing how, how quickly that we were able to make an inroad into the overall principal. So now we're experiencing, once again, the price is going up and it's a... It's a, a bit of a sticker shock when you go to some place. Like, for instance, I go to McDonald's on Sunday morning. And uh, I've been ordering the same thing. I'm, a very <laughs> I'm just that way. I'm just, I'm a very, very consistent in things. And I've been ordering the same thing for, I don't know, 15 years probably same thing now of course over the years it's increased some but but recently within uh, like say a year or so ago it was a certain price i think it was around uh 287 almost three dollars now it is almost six dollars the same thing same identical thing i'm paying almost six dollars for what i was paying right at uh, three dollars so that's a lot. That's a big increase. And that's happening across the board. And people are feeling it because the wages aren't really going up. And so but your expenses are. So you're paying more in food. You're paying more in gasoline. And then you 
get this crazy preacher on the radio and he said, well, why don't you send some money over here to invest in the ministry? And people are saying, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, the problem is, is where we put our faith. In other words, you read the book of Malachi where it talks about how that God would take that which you give unto the Lord and he'll bless it and he'll expand it. He'll stretch it. But when you choose to hold on to it, it's, oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't give to, to the kingdom of God because if I give that away, I won't have it. The scripture says it's like putting your money in bags with holes in it. It's just, it's just falling out. So being able to trust the Lord in these times, that's very much a part of faith. And I believe it's part of discipline too. In other words, put your faith, the things that we've said, the things that we've taught, putting it to work in action and just watch what God can do. And it truly is amazing. But I do understand this whole thing about things are getting higher. And uh, of course, we know we, you see the, the gas prices, they, whoa, they got up there and then all of a sudden they're down from where they were here a few weeks ago. And everybody's going, oh, wow, wow. But you're still paying. It was around about $2, right at $2 here just about a year and a half ago. And now you're paying almost 4 a little under 4 now. And we're going, oh, that's great, that's great. But you're still paying a whole lot more than you were. But see, we're so easily tricked so often. But I go back to the same thing. Where's your faith? Where is our faith? You know, the song was just talking about laying up your your treasures in heaven and just believing that, that God is, he's still God. He hasn't changed. He's still in control. He's still got it. He's still him who we can put our trust in and take our stand that our faith, our faith that we that we believe according to the word of God, that it has not changed. And we can stand upon the promise that our Heavenly Father, He's still watching out for us. He loves us and He's going to care for us just like He does the little... Scripture says like the little sparrow. The Dixie Melody Boys. I'm stay. My soul was bound up from the dead of sin and shame. I'm going to stand and lift my hands and shout and praise the Lord. That's a, that's a good thought to have here on a Sunday morning on your way to church, just thinking about going to the house of God and just worshiping the Lord and just let him just do his work in our heart and soul. It really is. And I do hope that you are going to church today. If, uh, if you are a person, you say, well, Pastor King, you know, I, I'm, I'm new to the city of Tallahassee and uh, just haven't found a place. Just don't really feel comfortable. Well, why don't you come and worship with us today at Freedom Road? I think that you'll, you'll find uh, friendly people. We love the Lord. and our, We're just uh, simple folk, but uh, God's very important to us and our spiritual relationship is very important to us and visitors are important to us. We'd love to have you come and worship with us. So check us out. 
You can go to frcm.us. It'll tell you something about us there. Or you can just come by 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. Um, if you head down Capital Circle toward Park Avenue, you look for us on the right-hand side of the road. It's not too far from Park Avenue. Right-hand side of the road, Freedom Road Christian Ministry. And uh, 1105 It's time that we start. We'd love to see you and bring your family and uh, worship the Lord with us. I believe that you will be blessed. Now, let's just talk about uh, the future here just for a moment. Think about what's what's going on in in our lives now. The children are back in school, and uh, a lot of you were able to go on vacation, I hope, and you enjoyed that. And now it's time to kind of get focused about the fall, I mean, even though we're still in August. And uh, there's Mr. Jackson, my, my elder that just passed away, used to say, he says, you'll know that dog days are over when you hear the mockingbirds sing. So if you hear a mockingbird sing, then you know that dog days is now over, but we're still in the dog days of summer. So we're looking toward the fall. And that's a good time to begin to focus about what do we do about spiritual things in our lives? Because maybe you got distracted during the summer. And so there are just some suggestions. First of all, are you a daily Bible reader? Is, is this a part of your discipline? Do you every day take some time to read the scriptures? And I know, I know you're thinking, so Pastor King, I get up in the morning and uh, I got to get to work. I got, I got this to do, this to do. And I understand all of that. But I tell you what, I made that commitment back in 2009. I said, Lord, because God, God, I mean, he got all over me and drug me down to the altar on a Sunday morning to repent. <laughs> and I said, Lord, I will be obedient. And I've not missed a day since then because it's, it's, it's part of what I do. In other words, this one thing I will do. I will be in the word of God and I will spend some time just talking to my heavenly father. So if that's not a part of your discipline that I want to encourage you. And then husbands, men, listen to me. Listen to the to the ancient one here. <laughs> I got some got some years on me now. Got the gray hair. The Bible says you've got gray hair that speaks of wisdom. Pray with your wife. Gentlemen, listen to me. You wanna you wanna build and enhance your marriage and make your spiritual life together greater. Men, pray with your wives. Do it every day. Take her hand and say, honey, let's pray. And you pray over your family. You pray over your relationship with one another. Talk to God about things that are important to you. It amazes me how difficult this seems to be for men. But that's how you show that you are the spiritual leader and the priest of your family. It's because you lead your family in prayer. So that's my three things. Be in the word, your personal prayer life, and husbands, pray with your wives and uh, pray with the children too. 
But it's time for us to go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I thank you for this time that we've had together today here on the show. I pray for each and every one, Father. I pray over these families. I pray over these schools. I pray, God, over our seats of government. And Lord God, I pray for a move of the Holy Spirit today in our churches. Go, God, let your spirit go forth. And Lord, let there be anointing come forth from our pulpits today, Father God. We pray for peace. Peace in this world, Father. I pray for peace for America. I pray, God, for this situation in Ukraine, God. Let there be peace. And Father God, I pray for our country and for your kingdom. And I pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. And Father God, I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.